0: Genoa. This is YouTube.
1: And this is A Entertainment.
0: Entertainment. Hey, and we're back at it uh with the new, the new Roland Emmerich uh movie. People who don't know about Roland Emmerich, okay, I just drop, yeah, you know, I dropped the movies that people say, Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, Independence Day. Uh, 2012, The After Tomorrow, and then the smaller movies like The Patriot. Well, that wasn't such a small movie, but it wasn't a disaster invasion type spectacle. And let's not forget, Stargate. The Stargate. <laughs> what, 94 Stargate that came out? I
1: oh, yeah. uh, Okay, so that makes perfect sense because when I was watching it, I was like, this feels like a cross between... Uh, the Day After Tomorrow, and uh, a few other movies that I've seen.
0: <laughs> uh, That's from a aimer Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah to, like 2000, it, it's definitely like a cross between 2012, Day After Tomorrow, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and Makes- the movie we're talking about is Moonfall. <laughs> I don't think I see oh. it, but yeah, Moonfall.
1: Yes. Uh, And according to IMDB, it is about a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it.
0: Uh, That definitely sounds like a Rolaire movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the movie stars Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry, John Bradley, uh, and Michael Pena, of course. (laughs) Of course. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, It came out earlier this year. Uh, what did it come out in January or February? Yeah,
0: it came out February, I believe, February of 2022.
1: Yeah, I do have to say the tagline for the movie um, in two in 2022, humanity will face the dark side of the moon, is a is a pretty fun tagline. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean uh it's funny. I want to go back to the trailer to see if they were if they play were playing Pink Floyd uh. I
1: don't, I feel like I would have remembered that, but I don't I don't remember that off the top of my head. Um, but similar to the day after tomorrow, this movie starts with us following um, well, I mean, it starts in space, but after we we introduce a few characters in space having a traumatic experience with um, space creatures and no one on Earth believing them, it, it jumps into the same type of situation as we have with 20, um, uh, the day after tomorrow, where it's like the scientist has discovered something. Uh, and no one believes him, thinks that he's a crack.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it's funny. Like at this point, it should be like a roller emirate bingo every time you watch the movie, because like it was, you will see themes throughout all his movies with the characters, the situations, everything. It's like, okay, um, fa- father, son separating and have to get back to each other. Check. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like oh you know um the government and the military are going to do something they might that might interfere with the scientists actually <laughs> saving the day check yeah it is a lot
1: of <laughs> right. going uh, like a crazy ass ice storm coming out of nowhere check oh check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and in your uh and of course you got to have a shot where it's just a tsunami that's swallowing up the city.
1: Right. Uh ending ending the movie on the top of a mountain.
0: Check. check. Double check. Well very much. Either mountain and or desert. Check. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So uh so Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson uh they discover that the moon is Well, no,
1: Casey Houseman, played by John Hidley of uh, Game of Thrones fame, Mm. he's the scientist that that discovers that the the moon is getting closer to Earth, and it's like in a spiral course to it. And Mm. Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson, so Halle Berry is an astronaut, works for NASA. Patrick Wilson's character used to work for NASA, but was kicked out. Because they said that he made up the space attack from aliens or some something. Hollyberry <laughs> uh, now runs NASA, and she uh, discovers, also through scientists, that the moon's getting closer. Right. And NASA wants to blow up the nu- moon with nukes because why not?
0: Of course, <laughs> it's always uh, we always got to nuke something, right? Like. Yeah. Is it, was it the same situation in, in Armageddon? Like they want to just <laughs> to nuke the asteroid? Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny how movies reflect just the, like the final solution with the, with the government. Right.
1: And then, <laughs> and there's always one scientist going, "Dude, if you do that, you're just going to kill all of humanity and the military guys are like, must nuke. I've had these, I've had these warheads for like seventy years. I haven't been able to use them. We must nuke something. So.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then someone, then someone have to say, well, that's just a chance we're gonna have to take. Right. You know, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh Lord, check. Right. Like <laughs> check, 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 check. There you go. Yeah. And so this propels the story forward figuratively literally uh to our characters to get the what so they have to get the endeavor right because they grounded all the sh- like the shuttles they're like well we can't get up there because like
1: yeah know. they find out that that the in the core of the so they find out in the core of the moon that there might be aliens or or some other creature that is attracted to um the newer SpaceX, which nice little advertising for SpaceX in the middle of the movie. Um <laughs> uh, uh like attracted to the newer technology in the in the space shuttles. So they have to go back to, yeah, Discovery or Endeavor, like the old school 80s spaceships that NASA grounded uh in the early two thousands. And so they have to go back and use it. And there's only one Pilot still around, played by Patrick Wilson, that can fly them. And so he's recruited to come back to NASA to save the day.
0: That's right. Because he's the ace. He's the maverick of it all. He's the Will Smith Independence Day. Like he's, yeah. Yeah. Wh- whichever archetype you want to squeeze in there, that is him. Um, yeah. And so that's our A story. All right. Get back into the role of Bingo. Well, the main heroes go to save the day. We have our B characters, aka relatives of said heroes, and we're kind of seeing their situations and their their survival tactics to navigate through the devastation that's happening. Uh, in this movie, it's uh, Patrick Wilson's son.
1: Right. And his and then he has his ex-wife and his ex-wife's new husband similar yeah. to what we see in uh, 2012 in that movie. Check. Uh, mm. Yep. Also in 2012, like the stepdad sacrifices himself and in Moonfall, the stepdad sacrifices himself. So, check.
0: Check. <laughs> well, there we go. And, then, and also, what well, we have, Halle Berry with a younger son
1: Right. Yes.
0: And the husband is in the military, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's reverse engineering of Independence Day where Biblical Fox and the little boy, right, was trying to get through all of the stuff and Will Smith was in the government, but he was the pilot. Yep. (laughs) Check. And uh, also Okay, okay, all right. So now we kind of got that out of the way. So let's talk about the importance of these characters. Because honestly, Patrick Wilson's son, I was like, okay, like, was he essential to this B-B plot? I know he did like some things here and there to be like, oh, yeah, he, you know, had the gun and he saved from the looters and all that stuff. But I'm like, was he really essential? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you know, as as anyone that has watched a sci-fi channel movie, um, the really those characters are just to humanize, like give humanity to the scientist or the the hero, but. <sighs> Yeah, they're not really that all that important.
0: No, and plus, I can see like if it if it started off right, just like with day after tomorrow, you had uh, Hall and uh, uh, Ran- uh not Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid, right? You kind of seen like their kind of like their tension things like that. But in this movie, like we drop in on the son, like okay, he was you know doing a joyride in L.A. and got sent to jail. I'm like, okay, like cool. And and Patrick was like, okay, we're gonna get you out, we're gonna get you out. But it was never anything established, until, like the, the 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 relationship with those two. And and then and then when it was over and when uh the son was out of jail and stuff, it was kind of like, Oh yeah, thanks for getting me out of jail, you know. Thanks, I appreciate it, kinda I'm like, but it was never anything like dad kind of thing, you know? It was weird. It yeah. was weird.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it was sort of a half-assed job of of trying to bring humanity to the main characters. Just like, oh yeah, we're like, we need this for the bingo card. Yes. Um, <laughs> but they didn't do it as well as I've, as he's done it in, in other movies that he's he's done.
0: Agreed. All right. and the scale of one to ten, like, how would you rate the the carnage slash disaster? Uh, level in this particular movie compared to all his ones,
1: with 10 being great and zero being really bad
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean i would put it down by a two uh i feel like the carnage in i just i i seriously really love the day after tomorrow it's just it was it felt like the perfect end of world ice age type of movie yeah uh, like with the helicopter freezing really quickly or the the wolves that have escaped from the zoo? Uh, the zoo <laughs> that are out looking for food um, the, the wave going through New York and then like the ships going, getting stuck in the, in the alleys of New York, <laughs> all of the U S freezing and everyone trying to get into Mexico and Mexico,
0: uh,
1: debt to the U S and everything I, just like the day after tomorrow, It's just such a good tight movie and with the father son relationship and with like the ex-wife relationship, it's just, it's so good. Mm. Whereas this one was introducing so many different characters that were supposed to be the hero. Um, And the the carnage all felt like secondary to what he was trying to do with the story to the characters. in the other ones, the carnage was a character in the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good breakdown. Yeah, I agree. Yes, I yeah, I would definitely put this out of four ish because I that's the thing. If you're seeing the okay, the, the concept of the moon about to crash on or like you would think this is gonna be like, oh wow, we gotta see some some awesome stuff just falling apart and blowing up, but to my kind of disappointment, I really okay, the l a water thing I'm like okay yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't really that spectacular I'm like eh. and even so, people wasn't really getting washed away, you know just like water just kind of under their feet, okay, let's get to the let's go upstairs kind of situation. that was like the urgency of like we must get tired or we must get out of here it wasn't really emphasized. Just like they were just chilling in in a hotel room a floor above. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. Where,
1: where, like, when the water comes rushing into the New York Library in the day after tomorrow, you you feel like the water is coming towards you. You yeah. feel that you are going to be in danger. Also, right. where I wasn't getting that from this movie, I was like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the the scene where. Uh, the sun and like the, I guess that was the the foreign exchange student and uh, Halle Berry's little kid, you know, going over the mountain, right? And they were seeing just kind of like debris of the moon kind of fought, like kind of going to fly over them. Yeah. And then they just look ahead and it just bullseye a mountain and it just blows up and they're like, okay, guys, let's keep going. <laughs> Yeah. Are you not with? So what just happened in front of you? Yeah, uh, yeah. like the urgency wasn't really there with these characters. It was just kind of like, okay, let's just keep going. Yeah, you'll be alright. It,
1: it was like, yeah, I see that all the all the time. It's not a big deal,
0: right? It's like, do you guys not realize that what's happening around you right now? Yeah, um, yeah. So, all right, uh, I just had to like have a powwow with you now. <laughs> uh, and, and, all right, and well, without not, not giving anything away, like, what was your thoughts on, um, kind of like the reason, the reason why the moon was doing what it was doing?
1: Oh, so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they they started to lose me in the movie when like the Earth, the moon is so close that, that it looks like you can reach out and touch it and the gravity is all shifting and everything, and then you want to do that? Like, no. No. <laughs> <They're>
0: just- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's like a new bingo piece that he wanted to put in there that he haven't done. yet. <laughs> <laughs> to, to that end, I guess he's surprising people. I don't know. Yeah, that was a very okay. I mean that okay. That that's that's a that's an explanation. Um <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I just <laughs> At that point in time in the movie, obviously for me, this is go outside. Don't bother watching it. Uh, at that point in the movie, I was like, are you fucking serious? Like the sci-fi channel, this is up there with Sharknado. Like the the writers for the sci-fi channel feels like something that they would do in a brainstorming session. Hey, you know what would be really great? That is absolutely ridiculous. What if we do this? And it's like, great, let's make a movie about it.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of money. and Let's pump a lot of money into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I also, okay, so but I also feel like some of the, the special effects were like cut and paste from his other movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Yeah, it wasn't. I think that was, that's the problem. That was a problem, also. I didn't really see anything. I know it's within the wheelhouse of a disaster movie, and he does it visually better than anyone. But I was just, I was, I was just scratching my head because, like I said, like all right, I've seen that before. I've seen that before. Like I see, but I've seen it a little better in his in his other movies. So it's like, oh, oh uh, I, guess, yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess. You know that's what he wanted, but yeah, I just thought he was gonna bring a little more with something as grandiose as the moon coming to. I mean, we ain't talking about an asteroid; like the moon is coming at us. I thought, like, all right, that's serious Okay, here we go. Like buckle up, buckle up. We gotta be in for uh, for some stuff. But it was surprisingly subdued, like far as the the, the sequences, far as you know, disaster sequences, all that. So like, huh? That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh our, 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 our the rate it is uh sit down, you like it, putting on your shoes or doing your workout doing workouts or yoga between it <laughs> movie or go outside. Yeah, I think I'm, it's safe to say that we are doing a unanimous going out to jog, take Heidi for a walk and get tacos afterwards. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Go watch the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say like 2012, maybe. 2000- 2012 is, is fine. There's some parts in it where I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> uh But it's still significantly better than this. Like yes. I would put this movie in the same boat as the most recent Fast and Furious, where it's <gasps> just like, this is ridiculous.
0: Okay. All right. I would show that. Yeah, like the absurdity level was like, it was just like, okay, like we're already with you but you guys are asking for a little bit too much right? <laughs> for a yeah. suspicion well, of disbelief.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I'm pretty good with being like, diving into a cheesy sci-fi movie and just going, okay, I'm just in for the ride, but this wasn't this didn't even give me that.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's like if people are with you with absurdity, like make like make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I think that's the worst of offense. It's like okay, you know what you are going in for, and you automatically got your logic police like in the back, and you're ready to just you know, and like just, and you're in for the ride, and then they can't really give you that. It's like ah, come on. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, you know what seemed really annoyed me with Halle Berry. Gets on the microphone to give like a
0: um Independence Day speech. <laughs> yes.
1: <thank you.
0: laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, that was very flat, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, what are you rallying? It, like everyone is leaving. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, We're not fighting. We're like, we're fleeing. Like, get out of here. Why do we need this speech for? Yeah. 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 Anyway, there you uh, They have it, guys. Moonfall. Um. Yeah. Uh. They, a day after tomorrow, Independence Day. Um. Uh. Twenty twelve. Uh,
1: go watch this instead. Yeah. yeah. If if for some reason that you you do still want to go watch Moonfall, you can purchase purchase it on iTunes or Amazon. But I would save your twenty
0: dollars. Yeah. It's just a way for it to go on stream. <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and have a couple of drinks. And, yeah. Oh, and and see if you can PDF if someone made an, a roll in with check a uh, bingo board. Uh, <laughs> that might be kind of a, a good thing to, to incorporate while you're watching this. So yeah.
1: or, or take a <laughs> shot every time. Uh, you know, take a take. Chuck some beer every time.
0: But um, yeah, every 10 minutes, just chuck some beer just to kind of keep you in the period. <laughs> like All right, so there you have it. Boom, fall guys. Uh, we'll catch you next week with another one. Until then, which one safe physical distance
1: I mean, you should probably keep wearing the masks, there's a new variant.
0: Yes, yeah, let's stay safe, everybody. Peace.